0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning, Pacific time, 7.40 Mountain time, 8.40 Central time, and 9.40 Eastern time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an app called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast through by putting in Frank F R A N K Lomus L O M A S and T R ninety or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit Four, Anti Aging All Pushed Together. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And if you are listening to this and it is a podcast, you want to catch us live, dial in to 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022 and we would be thrilled to have you joining us. So when you're first starting out on that TR90 program, it is your good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein, at least three of those meals. Protein is really important. It helps build your muscles. So um, that that part of the equation is really important. Taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if possible. If not, do take it with your meal. It'll, it'll still work. It's just not quite as efficient and as effective as it would be if you could take it 15 to 20 minutes beforehand. Um, next thing is seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables, they give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and they give you fiber. Guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily for good digestive health. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for the same reason. Um, Keeps our digestive systems in good shape, helps keep it healthy so that we don't get into trouble with um, other digestive issues. Uh, let's see. Staying hydrated, because dehydration is one of those things that can give you headaches for one thing, but if you're not hydrated, um, there's some other problems that come along with that. And so, the current thinking is at least one ounce of fluid for every two pounds you weigh. Now, you can choose to have other things besides water, but water's your best bet. Um, with um, like coffee and tea, there's some trade-offs there as far as what's um, whether you're getting caffeine, whether um, you sweeten um, or cream your sugar cream and sugar your coffee or tea. So do keep that in mind. So one ounce for every two pounds you weigh so if you weigh a hundred pounds you should be drinking about 50 ounces of water daily and that just um, that's kind of your baseline if you're exercising heavily or you're in a humid area you'll need to increase that significantly to offset what um, you're going to need because if you're exercising heavily you're perspiring a lot out. and If you're exercising heavily for over an hour, you can lose up to a quart of perspiration in that time. And so you'll really need to offset that. With that being said, um, next thing is 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise. And it can be anything you want you're, that is exercise and gets your heart rate up. You can do strength training. You can do aerobics. You can, aerobic... Um, exercise, or a mixture of both. Um, Usually, I like to do the walking just because I like to do it, and if I've got enough time, I've been known to go out on bulk marches and spend two hours walking that 6.2 miles. And because it's over a longer period of time and I might not be walking quite as fast as I would on a flat-level track, I um, actually end up with getting some extra exercise in because that gets my heart rate up and it's all good. So seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. If you heard me right before you began the call, I was talking about I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't go back to sleep. Well, that sleep is really important. I'm going to try to make that up during the day today with a quick little nap, but we'll see what happens with that. But it is really important because your body does a whole bunch of system resets depending on which stage of sleep your body's in. And if you're operating at a huge, not even a huge deficit, but even just a small sleep deficit, um, it's like having a drink of alcohol because your reaction times are slower, your brain doesn't think clearly, you get some brain fog going on, and you really don't want that. So getting that good whatever's best for you Seven to nine hours of quality sleep a night is, is a sweet spot. If too much is not, not good and not enough is not good, and being right in the middle will really help you make good decisions, clear out toxins, does all kinds of fun things. So with all of that, I am sharing some information that helps support our Tier 90 lifestyle out of a book that's called Fat Chance Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease written by a Robert H. Lussie, MDMSL. Uh, he's a, actually, uh, he used to be a pediatric doctor with St. Jude's and has a really great scientific mind. His He's delved into this, not only for the kids at St. Jude's, but basically around the world and for the rest of us as well. So, yesterday we were talking about um let's see what were we talking about yesterday. We talked about why the scales lie and about best how do we measure visceral fat? Well, today we 're jumping into weight loss is the wrong approach and the wrong outcome. So any doctor will tell you that losing weight will improve your health, including him, and it 's a fact except for two small problems: First, weight loss is next to impossible. Witness all the money wasted on weight loss. AIDS, and second, it's only half true. See, even I lie, he says in parentheses here. When you go on a diet to lose weight, what are you losing? You're losing some fat, but you're actually losing more muscle. Unless you exercise while you're dieting in order to prevent the muscle loss. Remember, muscle is good for you. Even if you lose subcutaneous fat easily, it won't help your health. A group of obese women were studied before and after liposuction, which vacuums out the subcutaneous fat only. Their metabolic status didn't improve despite an average 20-pound weight loss. So aside from not being easy, losing weight is a bit of a crapshoot in terms of effectiveness. And here's the catch-22 of weight loss, thanks to the DEXA scan, which is an x-ray method of determining body composition. We all know that when you lose subcutaneous fat, the fat underneath the skin by dieting, you also lose an equal amount of muscle. Your percentage of fat stays the same. Decidedly good news, bad news, deal. So what should your doctor be telling you? No question, if you're obese, you want to improve your health and you want to lose some fat. But the fat you want to lose is the visceral or the ectopic or intra-organ, as in the liver fat. If you lose subcutaneous fat, that's a bonus. Your doctor will tell you that you're losing even 5% of your body weight will be beneficial, which is true. Because 5% is likely going to come from your visceral, ectopic, metabolic-acting fat if you are obese. The National Institute of Health recommends losing 7 to 10% of your body weight to reduce your risk of heart-threatening illness. I agree. Just make it your visceral fat. That's the key to improving your individual health outcomes. Watch your waistline circumference. If your pants fit better, then you're healthier. If you think you're going to be able to lose that big butt, with any routine or any rational diet, think again. You might be able to do so for a short time, but if you lose subcutaneous fat, your leptin levels fall, your brain will sense starvation and reduce the activity of your sympathetic nervous system and reduce your energy expenditure to make you feel lousy. And activate your vagus nerve. Viva la vagus nerve. That. Darn vagus nerve will drive up your appetite, your insulin and energy storage to replace what you lost and you're going to regain the visceral fat first. Screw it again. Well, how can anyone do it? What's rational? What's effective? What strategy will improve your health? If I didn't think this could be accomplished, I wouldn't have bothered writing this book. The short answer is it depends on how you got there in the first place because obesity is one disease. It's many. This isn't a one-size-fits-all deal. Like anything else in medicine, different problems require different approaches. And as you saw in chapters 4 through 6, which we've already gone over, there are three reasons to eat. Two insulin problems and one cortisol problem. And they all have different solutions. These solutions will be discussed coming up in later chapters, but the short answer is it gets your visceral fat down you don't necessarily need to lose weight, but you will have to do something different. And I think I'm going to stop there because I don't want to jump into Metabolic Syndrome, the New Scourge, which is actually chapter 9, until Thursday. I want to wish you guys a really great day. And um, let's see, what else? Um, make sure to get out and get that 35. 35- 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise in. Be healthy. Eat well. And at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. With that being said, we have Frank up tomorrow. I'll be back on Thursday. And we have Victoria on Friday. And she will be sharing uh, a lovely meditation to get our weekend off to a fabulous start. With that, I am going to um, unmute the line so we can say goodbye to each other. And I welcome any thoughts or comments that you may have. This is Susan Mann for December 10th, 2023, signing out. And make it a great day. Remember, consistency is the key here. Okay. So there we have it, my friends. We need to be losing the fat, but we also have to be conscious of how much muscle we're losing if we're not doing something to build that muscle up. Okay. Well, you have a fabulous day, and um, I guess we'll see Frank tomorrow. Oh, I'm pretty sure we will, unless he (laughs) has something last minute, but... He's been out walking out on the uh, Oregon. There was a, not Oregon. Oceanside Park, which is actually a estuary area, with his wife, and he posted a whole bunch of pictures. So I know they've been out and about. So I suspect we will have him back tomorrow, and he'll probably have some wonderful nugget of wisdom to share with us. Well, it's going to be really warm here. We're going to get close to 80. I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. That yeah. is warm. I hate when that happens. <laughs> well, that's because you're used to having four seasons instead of two. <laughs> I know. I know. There are times that I wish for those two seasons only as well. But <laughs> Is, it is hard. I do know that. So, And it's a disappointment. <laughs> so in five minutes, One Tim Global Live will be live. And I don't know who's speaking today, but I'm sure they'll be sharing some wonderful information. And with that, I'm going to let everybody go, and we'll see you all back here tomorrow.
1: Have, Have a great day, <laughs> everyone.
0: All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.